0: Hello, hello. Welcome to Feels Like Flow. I'm Brianna Cullen, and this show is designed to help you be more creative, productive, and fulfilled in your work life. Let's get into it. Hello. This is not at all the episode that I had planned for today, so we'll see if I end up publishing it. If you're listening, then we know the answer. I had a really good day yesterday. It was Thursday. I felt very creative. I had an idea about a course that I want to create and I was really excited about it. And really excited to have time today on Friday to spend some time on some creative projects. I had a coaching session planned with a client and just felt very excited. And then we had a scary night as a family, something happened and I'm not going to go into the exact details because that's not really the point, but we just had a rough night and I got hardly any sleep. Everyone is okay now, but it really threw me into some old feelings and for me not getting enough sleep is an Achilles heel and so that never helps but for a little while there things felt sort of rocky and scary and it brought up a lot of fear and anxiety and dread in me and why do I want to share this with you A couple of reasons. One is that I think what we see online and in social media from people so often is everyone putting their best foot forward. And I'm not criticizing that in any way. I get it. But I think it's really easy to assume that everyone else's lives go smoothly all the time and are endlessly amazing, even if consciously we know that that's not the case. And also, I am a pretty optimistic, happy, lighthearted person, but that wasn't always the case. And in a lot of ways, I think that innately that is A deep part of who I am is someone with a lot of enthusiasm and curiosity. And at the same time, that was covered over for a long time with a lot of more difficult feelings and moods and things going on for me. So I think that it's important that you know that, that I don't necessarily come by my optimism and my outlook easily, that it's been a lot of hard work for me. Also, because in a way it's pretty unlike me to share something really hard in the moment before I've had a lot of time to overthink it or process it or put a new perspective on it. And sometimes I think it's good to do things that are unlike us and push the boundaries, uh, push the comfort zone and and see what happens and open ourselves up in a way that's vulnerable and uh, lets people know who we are and connect with us. So that's why I want to share. In a way, this is like a brief personal psychological history with a purpose. I'll start by saying that like many people, I had a painful childhood. And I think that a lot of people who were right around me during that time, May not have even recognized it as difficult. And honestly, I didn't either until much later because I had developed a lot of high functioning coping mechanisms that were concealing a lot of complex trauma. And I had a very lonely childhood and a very isolated childhood. And that had a certain impact on me and how I navigated and how I protected myself. And later, I would say, you know, as I moved into adulthood and I tried to make my way in the world through relationships and career, the complex trauma and the way that that manifested for me started to show up in a variety of ways. I've talked about some of these. I've hinted about some of these in prior episodes. But just to give a little more color, one way that this really showed up for me, me was with eating disorders. And I would describe it very generally as like extreme yo yoing, which meant that for long periods of time, I would be super restrictive with my eating. And then uh, that would, the pendulum would swing and I would be prone to binge eating and uh, emotional overeating. And I think. You know, just to give you a story of what this really looked like in my psyche, there was a time in my, uh, I would say, must have been like 30. I was probably 30, 31. And I was living with someone who had been kind of a spiritual teacher to me and now I was working for her and I was also living with her and it was not going well and one night I burned my hand really really badly with boiling hot water and no one was around the people I lived with were asleep and this burn was really severe and it, it was very painful and it really scared me and I remember that the That my brain served up in that moment was, I know, I'll just stop eating. And I share that to, in some ways, paint the picture of the like mental health issues that I was struggling with and the way that my psyche had decided that having needs or being in pain was not something that I could bring to the world or bring to people around me. And instead, One of the coping mechanisms that I had was to shut them down, shut needs down, shut my feelings down. And a way that I did that was through acting out with food. In this case, you know, deciding to be really restrictive with food. And I that story is pretty intense. In fact, I took a creative writing class, a creative nonfiction class about probably only a year or two after that experience. And I wrote an essay in that class, and I included a little snippet of that story. And then in the final class, we all read this essay that we had been working to create over the course of the semester. And I remember the Feeling in the room was so intense. And the teacher who was a wonderful woman, a wonderful writer said, wow, this is a very complex narrator. And I was like, whoa, you know, I guess I'm really revealing a lot about the complexity of my psyche in this story. And with that, I want to say that now, 10 years after that, I have a very easy, intuitive, pretty much carefree relationship with food and eating and exercise and my body. And I feel so, so, so grateful for that, but it wasn't always the case. I think another way that this manifested for me was, or you know, one of the other things that I struggled with a lot in my twenties was a lot of heartbreak from relationships. And in particular, a couple of very serious relationships that ended in a broken heart for me. And that took me years really to get over both of those relationships in a way that I didn't know if I would ever move on from. And then a lot of time where I really wasn't dating and I wasn't putting myself out there, I wasn't meeting people and I was wanting to be in a partnership, but not able to really figure out how to make that happen for myself. I often struggled with money and with overspending and then uh, having to dig myself out of debt. And it was ironic because I was a certified Public accountant, and I, it was not for lack of understanding math and money. It was, again, a way that the disorder in my mental health and my emotions were playing out in my financial life. I also was just struggling with a general lack of purpose in my 20s. I started work, I started a career out of college that was very hard charging and I did really well in it and I climbed the ladder and I got a lot of praise and it was, wasn't was satisfying for me at all. It wasn't really aligned with my true interests or my own initial Sense of what I wanted to be doing in my life. And so I struggled a lot with a sense of purpose around that. And then I think all of this adds up to a deeper struggle with a lot of depression and anxiety. And when I finally did get myself out there and date, and I've talked about this in earlier episodes as well, it was a real roller coaster for me. I learned more about myself and how I handle relationships and conflict and so many things through that process. I'm so grateful for that experience because I really grew so much during it, but then once I got into... A serious relationship with my now husband, it brought up so much inner conflict and turmoil, and it was a very challenging early period to navigate. Uh, so it didn't, you know, get easier once I met the right guy. It actually got harder for a little while, and then later, as we moved on in our relationship and started trying to have a family, we had a hard time getting pregnant and staying pregnant, and. Struggled with miscarriages and ultimately went through fertility treatment for our first child. And I don't know, that's a laundry list of struggles that I'm putting out there to say that life can be challenging and nobody's life is perfect. Today, my life certainly isn't perfect. But in so many ways, I feel like a completely different person in a completely different life than I did 10 years ago. And mostly I attribute that to many years of very good therapy and also to my own desire and interest to go really deep. And I feel really lucky that what I happen to be most interested in is psychology and human nature and what makes people tick. And so I've approached it in a very persistent, dogged way and it actually gives me a lot of joy and it's a place of a lot of creative exploration for me to heal and to figure out what helps people heal and what makes us tick and how to work with our patterns. And again, today my life isn't perfect, but my soul is back to life in a way that it wasn't for many years in my early life and early adulthood. And I feel plugged in. I feel feel connected and I love with my whole heart and I feel loved and I have passion and purpose for what I'm doing and I know how to commit to things and work through challenges because they still come up and I like being me. And so in a way, I want to make those two parallels between all of those struggles and the life I feel so lucky to have now, honestly. I think that the childhood that I had in a lot of ways made me believe that that was the kind of life that was meant for me. That's how kids make sense of the world is like, well, if this is what I get, this must be what I deserve. And so I didn't ever know that I would have the kind of life I have now. And it, I mean, I could cry. And so I make that parallel because I truly believe that we don't have to resign ourselves to suffering and that this one dark night that I had last night in some ways reminded me of that much longer dark night of the soul. And it also just made me want to tell you that if you are going through a dark night one or a longer one, you're not alone, and that it can get so much better. And I'm here and to please take good care of yourself.